Kenny. It's uh, really great to uh, see you here on <coughs> a Wednesday, March 2nd, 2016. I'm March! so glad. March! March! Oh, <laughs> we got through another year of February. I'm so happy. Uh, Me too. Today actually is the first day of the meteorological spring. So I'm looking forward to uh, more snow here in California, hopefully, because, you know, it's going to rain this weekend. Yeah. Good. Uh, great. Uh, wonderful. I, I, I'm so glad that uh, you, you could uh, wait for the rest of us. Uh, March! Mr. Nino. So. Hey, you, Mr. Nino. Uh, no, no. Like waving my finger. How, how are you doing? You feeling okay? Not really, oh, but I, I'm here on the show, Kyle. I'm so glad that you are, and I'm also glad that your ears are joining us, dear listeners. You can do so every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern, over at goodstuff.fm slash live. Now, that's your first line of defense against uh, really understanding what this show is about. Uh, <clears throat> bullet point number two would be to go over to patreon.com slash morning show, just like our newest patron, Joseph Mann, who signed up on Patreon as a new patron. Thank you, Joseph. Gets a, gets a name drop. Yeah, you do. Because really, there aren't that many of you. So, hey, we appreciate it. Thanks a whole lot. Uh <clears throat> I don't know. I still have T-shirts. I don't know what to do with them. They're that now they're like collector's edition T-shirts, and uh, well, we still have three more, three more transmission T-shirts. I hope you're All large. Right. That's it. Hey, Kenny, lead ah. story here. Something incredibly important has happened, and no, it's not about the FBI. Uh, it's very topical too, Kyle. Indeed, a study shows America's. Favorite <laughs> study shows America's favorite pizza toppings, and this is cor- according to theinterrobang.com. So, of course, we've got to cover this. Yes, the, the Harris, and thank you. The Harris poll recently did a study on pizza toppings. Period. The study tested <laughs> what America's favorite topping, America's least favorite topping, the best type of crust, and what alcohol is best preferred with pizza. Whoa, 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 whoa. Alcohol? Yeah, in your crust. That's only going to dull your senses. And? You got to have full pizza flavor experience. Uh, after that first slice, it's pretty same-samey. Unless you're doing like a flight of pizza, because then that's different. Why Only is the there, alcohol heightens. Why is there not a pizza flight place? It's like sliders, but for pizza. Like tiny pizzas. Why are there tiny pizzas because a bite-sized pizza is not well that does sound good you're right okay. that's what i'm talking like, about like a, like a pizza have brewery have you felt it pizza Wait, i was gonna i was <laughs> i was waiting for the <gasps> pizza there it is <laughs> Excellent. I, I separated the two on the soundboard and I forgot that I did that. Hey, awesome. <laughs> so let's uh, let's get into the details of this study. 
Uh, okay. we'll, we'll talk about the top news of the day momentarily. Uh, if you're interested, we have started to do chapters in our MP3s. So if you use a uh, podcast player that has chapters, you can skip ahead straight to the headlines if that's what you care about. But really, if you're still listening right now, you care about pizza toppings. So let's right. get into this. Plain cheese pizza comes in fourth on this list. I guess you want to just go top to bottom on most favorite. Yeah, go, okay, go top to bottom and then we'll comment if we need to. Okay. The uh, <laughs> Okay. Let's look at the most favorites. You want to go nine to one or one to nine? Let's go. Let's let's do a, a late show top ten or top nine and go nine to one. <clears throat> all right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Where? Hold on. Where is this? <clears throat> Alexa, play a drum roll. Number nine, peppers and sweet peppers. Oh, okay. That, What's that the is, difference? That is the most favorite. Uh, I think they're called different things regionally. Great. Who cares? Also, hold, hold on. Before we get to number eight, chat room coming in with the win. Bagel bites are amazing. Yes, they are. Oh, and those, yeah. those are tiny pizzas. But the, I, yeah. I, I'm thinking like artisanal pizzas, tiny artisanal pizzas. Yeah. Potentially. Number eight, what? pineapple. Yeah. Oh, what happened to the drum roll? Uh, <clears throat> play a drum roll. No, oh, we can't keep doing that every single time. Oh. Pineapple. <laughs> that is my number two. Uh. Oh, that sounds wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Number seven, <laughs> ham slash Canadian bacon. Mm. Which is usually paired with pineapple. Most of the time. Yeah. I wonder why there's there's seven and eight. Can I get a can I get a seven and eight, please? Number six, bacon. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is number one in everyone's book. Oh. Number five, onions. On, oh. the, on the most favorite toppings on a pizza, onions? Now, if we're... I think that's in combination with other toppings. Sure. Maybe but, not just an... Can mm-hmm. I get an onion pizza? That's it. Just one topping. I'd like some onion and bacon, please. Bake, oh. bake onion. Bake onion. Bake onion. Number four, cheese or just plain Okay, that's surprising that it's only number four. I, w- I thought it would have been number two, actually. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, number three, mushroom. Blah. Come on, come on. Number Not two, a pizza. It's fine. Number two, sausage, and play a drum roll. <laughs> number one, pepperoni. Well, yeah. See that the the drum roll doesn't work without the fanfare. You're right, Alexa. You're, uh, <laughs> <clears throat> oh, play fanfare. I couldn't find the song fanfare in Karen Lynn's music library or in Prime Music. Okay, thank you. <laughs> well, that's not right. helpful. Wait, uh, what's the least favorite? We can go through the least favorite. Wait a second. Can can without the drum rolls and everything, without the <laughs> countdowns. <laughs> I'm looking at this list right now. This doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, number 10, which we didn't have a 10 on the other one. Least favorite toppings for America, cheese or plain. But that was number four favorite. That's But people hate it also at the same time. Number nine, meat. (laughs) 
<laughs> general mentions of of meat in general. Don't What's, you mention meat on my pizza? Mm, meat. Oh, number eight, sausage. But that was number two. I don't get this list. Number seven, peppers and sweet peppers. Number six, pepperoni. Five, olives. Four, onions. Three, let's get into these top three least favorite toppings because you are the halvesies on this. Pineapple. That's my second favorite. I do have to say, as connoisseurs of cold pizza, pineapple is the single worst item you can put on a cold pizza. I won't argue okay. that it's not a good one, That's but I will argue I'm that it's saying. the worst. <clears throat> Chase. <laughs> num, num, number two, mushrooms. Okay, I agree with that, I know, but I it was number three on the most favorite. Yes. What but kind of study is this? I think it's it's polarizing. Mushrooms are polarizing. That's why. Wow. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And... Should I drum roll or? Uh, uh, okay, I won't drum roll. No. Number one, anchovies. Yeah, that's kind of uh, ding, to ding, be expected, ding, right? Ding, ding. I'm sorry. Too zesty for you? A little bit. Yeah, a little, a little bit on the anchovy. It's it's huh? salty. It depends on how much anchovy is put onto it. So there you go. And of course, this study also included. Uh, some information about crusts. Adults apparently turn to regular crust 18% of the time, being the top choice. Deep dish at 15% and stuffed crust eking in there right at 14%. Wow, 14%. Yeah, Sicilian crust, believe it or not, is uh, at 3%. I would figure these days that that would be flipped. <clears throat> like a, like flipping a uh, pizza? Sure. <laughs> Just because the majority of the frozen pizzas you see in the market are like thin crust. Hey, it's thin. It's it's healthy. It's got anchovies and you know what, mushrooms and you know pineapple. Is, All three. It's that mm. people when when you ask them, do you prefer Sicilian crust? They go, What's that? I don't want Sicilian crust. Right. Right. And sorry for sorry for the accent. Yeah, I, don't, I was going to say I don't know who that is, but uh, mm, it's it's fine. It's good. So that's your uh, that's your pizza facts for the day, Kenny. Let's look at today's headlines. These are today's headlines. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. Hey, hey oh, hey. <clears throat> good morning. Good morning. On this day in 1933, King Kong opened in New York. The best seat was on top of the Empire State Building. Oh, come on. All right, well, that's one of the headlines. The other headlines are as follows. Brazil detains Facebook VP after he failed to give up user data. Facebook's vice president of Latin America, Diego Zodan... Zodan? I don't know how to say that Zodan! last name. Zodan! Zodan! He was detained by police yesterday morning in Brazil after the company failed to comply with a court order <laughs> to hand over WhatsApp user data. 
Ooh. The big problem, Kyle. WhatsApp, which Facebook owns, fully encrypts messages between users, and it has no records of messages sent. Even if it were able to get access to a specific device, the encryption is likely too difficult for the company to crack. Uh-oh. So they detained him? Was He was in Brazil, I suppose. I'm uh, going to get to v- that. VP of Latin America. Okay. All right. Uh, Facebook received a court order to hand over the data four months ago, which authorities said was related to a drug trafficking investigation. The Brazilian court ended up issuing the order three times, and it started to fine Facebook around... Uh, $12,600 for not following through. Hmm. That fine jumped up to $253,000 a day last month. And on February 7th, the court also issued a warrant for Zodan. You can't do that. $250,000 per day yeah. until until you pay that fine. That's the... No, I until mean, you until you decrypt the data. Sure. If that goes into uh, the Brazilian government, I'm fine with that. Let's just rename Brazil Facebook. We've got the Germany, Michigan thing. We'll just call <laughs> Brazil Facebook from now on. How about Let's that? Let's just call it Zodan. Zodan. Well, Kyle, SpaceX also in the news. Falcon 9. The launch gets pushed back to Friday. Oh, finally. Goodness. New targeted date is Friday, March 4th for the launch. SpaceX has again delayed its latest Falcon 9 rocket launch due to what they're calling extreme high altitude winds, according to a tweet from Elon Musk. Oh, thank you, Mr. Musk. Well, you're uh, welcome. (laughs) I am a robot. Yeah, that's what it like hot dogs and hamburgers. That's what I thought. Sure. But speaking of space, Scott Kelly, he's back on Earth. NASA astronaut Scott Kelly is back on Earth. Kelly and Russian cosmonauts Mikhail Kornienko and Sergei Volkov, uh, they landed late Monday night in a Kazakhstan desert, NASA and Russian mission control said. Kelly could be seen pumping his fist and giving a thumbs up after being hoisted. From the Russian Soyuz spacecraft that brought the trio back. Kelly has completed a nearly year-long mission. 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 Mission on the International Space Station, the longest any U.S. astronaut has been in space. So uh, I'm sure when he got onto Earth and they pulled him out of the thing, he went, whoa, this is heavy. I feel, wow, guys, I'm, I feel like jello right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they have to carry them out. So they try and cover them, I guess, because they're cold. And then they they carry them out um, and and immediately put them onto a float for a parade. And uh, what they're going to do with Kelly, I believe, is look at the long term effects of space travel so that we can get to Mars and try and see some of the uh, the effects of on genetic things because he has a twin, like an identical twin, genetically what? identical twin. Who was also an astronaut, believe it or not. So, I mean, what are the odds of that? They're going to see very, very slim. uh, Yeah, they're going to see how space travel affects you long term with radiation and the lack of gravity, etc. And Scott Kelly is now a member of the Fantastic Four. That's what I thought. Yep. All right. And last but not least here, uh, Pebble, you know, the uh, the wearable people company Mm -hmm. from Kickstarter. They dropped the price. (laughs) 
They dropped the price of their time and time round watches by 50 bucks. If you've been holding out on getting your very own Pebble Time, congratulations, because your patience has been rewarded. Hmm. Yesterday, the company dropped the price of its two time smartwatches, both the time and the time around, by $50, which means they're both, they're both now 150 and 200 respectively. I feel like I'm being uh, two-timed. Why is that? Because I get both watches for 50 bucks off. That's obviously the second time around. I I can't I can't deal with this right now, Kyle. It's brought to you by FeedPress. Kenny FeedPress is analytics and podcast hosting made for bloggers and podcasters. Thank you for covering those headlines. Because FeedPress is simple, intuitive, and powerful RSS analytics and podcast hosting for your blog, podcast, whatever, whatever content you put out. You could be a band. You could be a a Russian cosmonaut. You could be a scientist who is looking at the long-term effects of pizza toppings. Huh? Or you could just be trying to move your feed from FeedBurner and or another feed management tool that is slowly dying a horrible fiery death what you'll want to do is move it over to feed press feed.press slash morning show start there use that as your uh, your starting point you'll get 14 days no contracts commitments credit card anything and you'll be sure to use the promo code morning show because i told you to at checkout for 10 percent off your first year Now is the perfect time for you to have all your analytics and podcast hosting in a beautiful unified dashboard with all sorts of awesome features that get updated frequently. FeedPress also offers a free migration assistance support seven days a week via email. So go check it out today. Feed.press slash morning show. So you remember how uh, last time, let's see, Friday, Friday. We played a uh, a game, a MIDI game, where I would play a song that had been put together only on a MIDI piano, and you could kind of get the words out from those MIDI notes, and you, it was your turn to guess what that song was. You did very yep. well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, I put our episode through that. <laughs> Friday's episode. You want you want to, you want to hear what that sounds like? Yes. Okay. Here, 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 this is it. It's the intro. Take out the music bed. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <coughs> I'll try and find it here. Finding. Pausing. See if you can make out the song. Are you ready? Make out with the song? Yes, make out with it. That's Garco. Pretty good. It sounds it's terrifying. It sounds like um, if we made a movie in the 1920s about someone being chased by a train. Uh huh. 
want to share that with you. Uh, it's sharing my brain hurts now. Yeah, well, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, uh, not only is your brain hurting, but the rest of you is as well. <laughs> Bring this back. So feed press, go check them out because uh, <laughs> that's what you should do. No chat room. I don't know if they have pizza in space. They have a lot of other dishes in space. But even, I mean, we covered this. Uh, like satellite dishes. Two, ah! Why? Why would you do that to me? Hey, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> we'll catch you later. Bye. See ya. We uh, covered We covered two weeks ago the Astro Rocks, the legend that was astronaut ice cream which was never never an actual thing they never put vanilla ice cream in a cube into space ever so i mean if you're not gonna have an ice cream party you can't have a pizza party in space i'm just or it's just gonna be cold pizza oh what if it was cold because of the vastness of space vacuum Pizza. Not only would it be cold, Kyle, but it would be like dead. Way too frozen to eat. Frozen dead pizza. Anchovies. And uh, you wouldn't be, no. Mm, you would no, only Kyle, put your favorite that's, ones. That's the least favorite on Earth. Ah. Who knows about space? <sighs> Study finds. We should really do that. I, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to go into space and test uh, test your taste buds. Test your space buds. Ah. Kenny, <laughs> by the age of 18, uh-huh, the, this is a fact, right? Yes, this is a fact. Hey, this is our fact and National Day segment, Kenny. By the age of 18, the uh, average American child will have seen 200,000 murders on television. <laughs> I think that's... Oh gosh. I don't think they will actually have seen all of those uh, with their eyeballs. <laughs> unless they're just strictly watching murders the murder channel but i think it has something to do with uh news programs and the likelihood each year that uh something is reported on so i mean 18 isn't bad they say no this isn't kyle this isn't two hundred thousand people dying this is two hundred thousand murders correct this is malice intent yes correct oh man that's scary, disturbing. right? Yeah, I know. Speaking of, I don't dis- see, I, I can't imagine that I've seen two hundred thousand people get murdered, unless it was like the same guy two hundred thousand times over. Yeah, and Ground- I thought it was really funny. Groundhog's Day. But see, that wasn't murder. He was committing suicide. Uh, Spoiler. Uh, speaking of spoilers, who invented the granola bar, Kenny? I can tell you because I can look at it, but it's, I will play dumb and I'll go, I don't know, Kyle, who invented it? <laughs> well, Ray, uh, MIT's website. That's like, credit, that's like Ray doing a Kermit impression. A little bit, yeah. Uh, MIT's website credits inventor Stanley Mason with creating the first granola bar. And it probably wasn't the one that you uh, enjoy the most. You know, like a kudos, like a, a chocolate cup. It's basically a candy bar with granola <laughs> inside. Kudos kudos can't be considered granola bars anymore. It any totally longer. is. In, at, in our childhood, Kyle, they, it, was the, it was the cheap way to get us to eat 
a little bit of granola with a lot of chocolate. Sure, yeah. I mean, while the outside these days the outside is made of like liquid kale, so it's just hardened. You well, know? also the chocolate was more of a a diuretic. I, yeah, I don't know what that was made of, but the inside was essentially oats and honey, and the outside was chocolate. Yeah, it's really good. Well, uh, <clears throat> this is the guy, Kenny Stanley Mason, who invented the first disposable contour diaper, the squeezable ketchup bottle, and the dental floss dispenser. Wow. So it's just it sort of, like the Thomas Edison of useless contraptions. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I, I don't know how you could put all of these. I mean, I wonder what Stanley's house was like, you know, <laughs> Just like a, Probably a lot more awesome inventions that he didn't release on the world. Yeah. Well, you, you could you could test out the squeezable ketchup bottle on the contour diaper. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Scoop it up with a granola bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gross. No, thank you. Hey, Kenny, do you know why it's called a manila envelope? And not a vanilla envelope, not which vani- I was led to believe when I was a kid? Are you kidding me? No. But I always thought, I always thought, why is it not a vanilla envelope? Well, let me tell you why. Let me bring the music back up and tell you why. The manila hemp is derived from a species of banana, originally from the Philippines, whose fibers are tough. Tough. The hemp is then used during the paper making process, similar to how craft paper uses wood pulp. So you've got banana hemp pulp. So the mystery is solved. The manila envelope get its, gets its name from the hemp in which it is made from. So there you go. Great. Did you know that? Did I mean, it's it's a long way to bring envelopes from, in my opinion, because you, you have to mail an envelope inside of an envelope in order to get just one envelope. So it's like envelopes all the way down, you know, you, to, I don't know, exponential envelope growth. That's a little too much to explain to somebody where you go, hey, you know why they call them manila envelopes? And they go, I don't know why. And you then you have to read, you know, an essay about (laughs) manila envelopes. And that's how the banana tree got to America. Speaking of bananas. Speak. ah, Thank you. Speaking of bananas. Today is National Banana Cream Pie Day. Did you know that? This is like the food of the comedians in the 1930s who would throw pies at each other. I don't think there was banana cream in those though. I I believe there, there was some sort of uh, uh, airy layer on top. And then the rest was just tin pie tin. (laughs) They'd punch each other with pie tins. Yeah. Copper. Awesome. All right. Let let me, let me hear what you got to say about national banana cream pie day. Well, nearly. Nearly one out of five, or 19%, of Americans prefer apple pie. Okay. This is a list, by the way. Uh, number two, pumpkin pie at 13%. Mm. Pecan, or pecan, Ugh. at 12%. And coming in at number four is banana cream pie, 10%. Huh. Cherry number is last. Four. Believe it or not, cherry is last. Now, this is one of the pies that I wouldn't you... say last. I'd just say it was fifth. That's no, still last. It's always last in my book. <laughs> it's last in the sentence. She's my number five. Get it? Because Yeah, I got it. I got it. Mm. 
so banana cream pie, I, that's one of the ones that you can't get as uh, like the chocolate pies that are not refrigerated, that are mostly oh, you mean the home run pies, the home run pies. You can't get those in banana cream. I don't think. Can yeah, you? I don't think that w- uh, you can get, you can get like lemon and cherry. I don't think you can get pumpkin. I think you can get pecan. Uh, sorry. Spe- I, while, while you're the, looking the that first, up, <clears throat> okay, go ahead. Speaking of pies, until the early 1900s, pie was considered a breakfast food. Woo! Ain't nobody gonna put ketchup on that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that's. Ooh, mm, mm, you okay? Mm, yeah, this <sighs> drumming up all sorts of feelings right now. <clears throat> any any information about? Uh, Home runs. I'm looking it up right now. Okay, in England, Oliver Cromwell banned the eating of pie in eight. In, excuse me, 1644. <laughs> declaring it a pagan form of pleasure. Pie? Pie is a pagan form of pleasure. Oh. In 1644, I guess they weren't having it for breakfast then. Strange okay. breakfast. I'm having a hard time finding. What uh, what happened to home run pies? Can I still buy them? Oh, they don't exist. No, they exist. One of them calls them a Felix. Oh, Felix Pie. That was a baseball player on the Orioles. Okay, <laughs> so you're finding Felix Pie's home run record right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're gonna, we're gonna skip the uh, okay. the flavors of home run pie. Maybe our listeners can fill us in. But the study finds f- home run pie flavors. Number one, drum roll, please. Wet bottom, molasses pie, or shoe fly pie were not originally made to eat. This is a pie fact, by the way. Pie fact. Hashtag pie fact. They were used to attract flies from the kitchen. Ew. And they would stick to the pie. Shoe fly pie? Shoe fly don't pie with me. (laughs) Actually, that's not shoe fly. That's, hey, fly, come eat this and die. This what? is the shoe fly die pie. What? <laughs> where's the where's the beeper? Uh, I, 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 I didn't have the volume up. <clears throat> Why don't we call them pies? Why do we call them pie? Well, no, the the flies. Why are they not called pies? And the mm, I just feel like they don't there's do, some, they don't they don't pie. They fly. You but a lie. lot, of, but a lot of things fly. Well, they're they're really close to being called land. Ah, well, okay, all right. Early uh, colonists, Kenny, cooked their pigs in long, narrow pans, calling them coffins. Oh boy! Now, round pies were not common until the early 1800s. How is that related? What did? Hold on, what? I feel like that fact came out of nowhere. Did you say pigs? By oh, the way, yeah, I did say pigs. It's pies. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you cooked a pig in a coffin, <laughs> oh boy, you're, you're treating it really well. But I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. It's just really, that's such a, I've got to turn on the fan in here. It's, uh, it's just, <laughs> my vision is starting to blur and, and my eyes are going across. Okay. Do you need me to say this next part? Uh, no, I think we should just move on to an upvote downvote segment. What do you think? 
Oh, okay. Okay. Let's, well, because we already, you know, the, the next one was, we were going to say what happened on this day in history, but uh, Alexa already. The King Kong the, fact? Yeah, we got the King Kong fact. Okay, well, can I just say it? This day in history. Where's that one? No. Nope. Eh, close enough. Not the one. Ah, got it. This day in history. Perfect. That was pretty close. Dr. Seuss was born. Dr. Dr. Seuss was born today. What? Wait, really? Yeah. And now he's a baby. Oh, he's okay. born today. He has <laughs> seen 48 million murders. Poor Dr. Seuss. <laughs> that, that, that's really what has contributed to, uh, to those books. Green, egg, green eggs and ham. He killed that guy who ate the green eggs and ham. Yep. Scrambled eggs. Super. And uh, the Butter Battle Book. <laughs> Let, let's just move on to upvote, downvote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Hashtag upvote, downvote. So here, uh, Kenny, is where we read a couple of uh, recent news stories and decide whether or not they should be upvoted in the internet or we should downvote them and bury them like the pigs they are in the coffins they are. Pig coffin. Pig coffins. Hey, the, you could use some of this today. Go Cubes. Saw this over on Product Hunt. It's called the future of coffee. Kenny, it's chewable coffee. Whoa, what? Uh, Go Cubes. You, you might like this. Go Cubes are made with cold brew coffee and Ooh. premium ingredients to craft a unique taste and texture and experience. Each pack, each pack of cums was... With an assortment, that didn't make any sense, of our three classic flavors. I think it's cubes. I think so, too. You think that was uh, automatically changed here? Must have been. Who knows? Who knows? Mocha. Pure drip. Latte. These are like uh, Zoolander looks, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Blue steel. What do you think? La Tigra. Uh, I'm going to upvote this one. This sounds great. It's like coffee fruit snacks. Okay. All right. Uh, right? It, it looks like gummies. Yeah. Go, uh, I'm going I'm to look at this. Go cub.es is where you'll want to check them out. They're not a sponsor. So don't, you know, don't, don't, don't buy. But uh, if okay. you're interested. All right. So I'm looking at this. It's, it's a pack of four and you get two cups per pack. So two cubes equals one cup of coffee. It's a pretty good ratio, I think. I mean, how big are these things? They, uh, I envision them to be like three quarters of an inch each. Something that's uh, small enough to to eat one at a time. You know, it's not well, something. Yeah. It's not something you dissolve in a cup or anything with water. Oh. Like these are actually, like you said, they're they're gummies. You actually eat these directly. I. I like these, but man, this is dangerous. What if you eat like four packs at a time? That's eight cups of coffee. Like the like what people do with vitamins. Like the gummy oh. vitamins seem like a really terrible idea. Putting dangerous some, idea. Dangerous. Putting something that is uh, supposed to be once a day in a package that is intended to be gorged upon by yeah. children and or other people people who enjoy gummies just seems like a bad idea really yeah. bad idea 
It'd, so be, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna... it'd be like if we took our food in pill form always and then said, no, 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 no. These other pills, these these ones that are like medication, you only have a couple of those, you know, all in moderation, but you can't stop yourself like that. Yeah, I can't stop my mm-hmm. 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 coffee cubes. Uh, can I just say that uh, for for a uh, six of the uh, packs of four okay. go cubes? Okay, that's twenty dollars and seventy cents. It's expensive. It kind of is. Yeah, uh, that would make that would make a cup of coffee. Uh, so a twelfth of that. That would still make the cup of coffee less than two dollars. So that's not bad, but still. It's kind of eh. the the website says if you if you have a monthly subscription of this you get ten percent off, but it is not it is not reflected in the total price. So I think their website's broken. Probably, probably yeah. broken. So uh, try it if you may. I, I Maybe we try. should do this for uh, Food Friday. That's what I'm thinking. What do you think? That sounds like a great idea. Okay, we'll do that. Okay. Putting that one down on the Food Friday list, uh, please. Thank you. Excellent. Let's both upvote that and move on to wearing headphones at a concert. You think that'll be uh, music to your ears while you're there? Because this, I, this sounds I, stupid. Okay. So far, so good. There's a lot that can go wrong at a live concert, Kenny. Poor acoustics, annoying people, lots of sweating, bad mixing. You you lost your your shoe. You don't know. <laughs> French startup, Uh-oh, my shoe. <laughs> French startup Augmented Acoustics thinks it can solve those problems, maybe not the shoe, and help you enjoy your favorite music the way it was meant to be heard, provided you're uh, prepared to wear some headphones at the concert. But that's what the live music is there for. That's what you're going to the concert to hear. You're there for the experience, not just to listen to some music in your headphones. But it's it's the live music though in the headphones because uh, uh, here's says? here's how it works according to uh, Augmented Acoustics the French website which I had to translate you're at a concert on stage uh-huh. the musicians are playing so I'm setting okay the st- yeah they are I'm I'm literally setting the stage here for you ah uh-huh. the music is picked up by the mics on stage and fed to the mixing desk for the sound engineer to balance the sound that comes out of the speakers right okay I'm familiar with that okay good. At and at the same time, excuse me, that pure balanced performance from the stage is broadcast to a small device called a peeble, not a pebble. No, a peeble you're wearing around your neck. All right, so th- I'm downvoting this one right here because I gotta say, the the sound engineer from this from this scenario uh-huh. is not mixing for headphones. For headphones. Right. This mm-hmm. guy is mixing for the room to sound good, which is why you listen without headphones. If you listen to the to the straight mix of it, it would sound way different and actually probably sound terrible in your headphones. So augmented reality wants or augment sorry, augmented acoustics, I'm just getting confused now, wants to be that in between where they take the mixed for the room sound. And fuss with it a bit, I guess, and remove the engineer and just, uh, I don't know, throw a cat in there for good measure. And then how are you going to do this at every concert? (sighs) Good question. I think it's more work for the engineer, apparently. I think it's only at Daft Punk concerts. I think there's no mics on the stage. Mm, True. 
Yeah, I, I don't know why they mean. Yeah, it's weird, strange down to have vote. mics. Okay, I'm. I agree with you. Down vote. Hundred percent. There was a there was a thing that was like this where you would wear it in your ears and it would sort of tune what came into it through the headphone itself. You weren't wearing a thing around your neck. I think this is just too many moving parts, too clunky. It just doesn't, probably look doesn't like make an sense. Idiot. You probably will look like an idiot. What else is new? Speaking oh. of music, emojis. Transformers. No, just mojis. Mojis. Okay. People and mojis. Hey, good morning. <laughs> it's people and mojis. <laughs> It'll transform anything into a musical instrument. When Whoa. when uh, stuck onto an object, the mojis sensor captures every vibration you create as you play, quote unquote, play the object. You specify how you want to play your instrument by recording your own gestures, such as hitting scratching, uh, striking it with different objects in different ways, and then you associate these gestures with different sound engines or MIDI notes. So you can have it kind of pipe into a MIDI program. I'm going to upvote this one, but then hesitantly go, should I upvote? Because I would just stick one of these mojis under your face and punch you and make music. I put it onto my stomach when I'm hungry and then like, (laughs) like move around a bit and be like, but it would be like a it'd be a harp it'd be nice i would then i would put it on uh, a tap dancer's tap shoes and see what happens ah like a drum beat that'd be really cool yeah Mm. a lot of this sounds percussive and not so much just a musical instrument do you want to do you want to see i can load up the video so we can maybe watch it's got a video it does it does have a video yeah this is uh i found this one over on product hunt as well which i feel like is a a good spot to find some pretty dumb stuff so i'm looking forward to playing this video for you Ooh, 95 pounds the cost So right now they're playing a teapot, a vase. Mojis allows you to transform anything around you into a musical instrument by combining a vibration sensor with intelligent music software. The vibrations you create are analyzed and converted into the sounds you want instantaneously. Sounds like a guy from England trying to do an American accent. <laughs> Somebody's playing a helmet, a block of wood, a plant, okay, so that's a this would, garbage this can. Is, let's stop the video. <clears throat> This honestly sounds like one of those things that you'd spend a hundred dollars on and then play for it, play with it for about an hour and then go, well, I'm done with that. Or just like make your whole life about this forever. You, you have you'd two have choices to, to make it worth it. Right. Two choices. That's that's it. Well, you can uh, you can buy these today. Let's see. Mojis.co.uk is where you can grab them. Let's see how much these run and uh, and then decide. 95 whether, pounds. 95 pounds. It's so heavy. So <laughs> heavy. Well, I, uh, I like this. I, mm, you're right. I probably wouldn't use it, but uh, more power to you if you want to make your life about this. That's true. Okay. Uh, speaking of making your life about something, a pizza light. Yeah, this Pizza was, light. Yeah, this was sent in to us on Twitter by our uh, very own f- resident fecal expert, Jordan Cooper. A pizza light exists to make your cheesy dreams come true. 
that could be the subtitle for this show. Afraid of the dark, Kenny? Maybe. Okay. Ooh, spooky pizza. Not only, not once you feast your eyes on this cheesy nightlight. Uh, so okay, it's it's over at kick, kickerland.com. Not Kickstarter. Nope. Kicker Kickerland. K i k k e r land. And uh, it's six bucks. It's a oh, six dollar pizza nightlight designed by Steph Mantis. And uh, it's got a Mantis. Seven, mm-hmm, it's got that's uh, an awesome last name. Do you here? Up I can vote. Let's do Garko's help. Steph Mantis. Perfect. Mantis. That's exactly it. it. That sounds like like somebody's villain, like someone's nemesis. Mm-hmm. Steph Mantis. Let's ah, look. I've caught you in my web, Spider Man. So it's like a it's like an insect. I guess battle, I guess Spider Man would have had the web. So yeah. Spider-Man would have said, I got you in my web, Steph Mantis. That's oh, what he sounds you like. you got me! <laughs> Mantis sounds like Mentok the Mind Taker. I'm Mantis! Anyway, so uh, remind yourself, Kenny, how much you love pizza as you drift off to sleep with this pizza nightlight, according to the Kicker web- Kickerland website. <clears throat> it's got a 7-watt bulb, and uh, if you woke up in a stupor... I would think this is a real piece of pizza. It looks like a paper plate on the outside. It's tiny though. With uh with cheese. There's this no is, toppings. So I must say no toppings, but No, but this is pretty awesome. I have to say this yeah, is pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, I like it. I I would get this for my child. Okay, uh why why just a child? I I, I need this. All right, I'll get this for my brother child. What, oh, thank you. But that's weird. But um <laughs> e, the thing with this is though that the the pizza is going to be always hot. Like you'll never get cold pizza with this. It's always warm. You unplug it, Kyle. But then it's, mm, yeah, it's just lukewarm. Like you wouldn't, mm, I need a cold light. Are there lights that are cold? <laughs> sure. It's, it's called a freezer. <laughs> LED. Speaking of sleeping, Kenny, this tool allows you to track your friend's sleep patterns via Facebook. This is a terrible idea. You just read the words and I can't. I'm shaking my head already. Downvote, downvote, downvote. This is scary. It says uh, now someone doesn't need to physically stalk you or visually monitor you in oh. any way to know when you're sleeping. They simply no, have to download, no, 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 no. download the source code from GitHub which allows any of your friends to compile a profile of your sleeping habits from your Facebook usage data. Cool. This is from a Danish software developer, Soren Lauv... Creepy, 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 creepy. Soren Lauv Jansen. We'll go with that. After uh, conceptualizing what was possible to extract from seemingly insignificant data. Now, I assume Facebook is doing similar stuff, but this is is a separate third-party person writing... Uh, on medium about this idea uh, sim- as they say by creating a simple service that checks facebook every 10 minutes i'm able to get an accurate picture of my friend's facebook usage so it's it's just publicly available information that someone's kind of forcing through this uh this algorithm which i hate to say but uh, yeah that, but it's, that, it's that's what's so happening. it's so almost i mean I guess you kind of are giving away your privacy rights by using Facebook at this point then? Yes. 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 In this respect? Jeez. Deleting Facebook today. I don't know. Facebook will probably block it. But the thing is, 
you saw this. I kind of use other social networks for this very thing. And you could probably do the same thing with Twitter, maybe. What do you mean? Like track where people go on Twitter or uh, Peach. Like Peach has a built-in good morning and a built-in good night. So which is pretty much exactly saying like, hey, I'm awake. Hey, I'm asleep. Hey, I'm awake. Hey, I'm asleep. Yeah, but you're choosing to say that. It's not it's not giving that information to people without your consent, true, essentially. True. Just get on oh, Facebook. Is, I mean, this, just, uh, you don't need to be on there. This has scary implications. I'm I'm telling you, it's Lulf Jansen says, uh, quote, be aware that they're leaving sure. some digital footsteps everywhere they go. So that's that's a warning for people. Warning. Warning. Scary. Super scary. Well, Indeed. Uh, I, I think it's good that somebody wrote something about this. So I'm going to say upvote. Let's let's get this in the hands of people who seem to use Facebook immediately after waking up or lay in bed and, and Facebook until they fall asleep. Uh, All right. Just be be careful, I guess. Be All right. aware. Sure. Oh, great. Now that weaponized scalpel blade nerf blasters is fully automatic. Nerf is blasters. Nerf. I'm yes, going to shoot you with my nerf blasters. This is actually from Jorg Spav. Garko. Hello, I'm mad scientist Jorg Spav. I'm going to shoot you with nerf blasters. He actually sounds kind of like that. I, I, Jorg I'm Jorg Sprave, according to, to Garko here. Garko's crazy. Yeah, I don't think so. That's that's not accurate. But this is basically a uh, a guy who takes a nerf blaster and puts scalpel blades into the front of it. This sounds super scary, but it's simply for YouTube's sake, I, I assume, right? It's super well, dangerous. So. It's terrifying. This um, is part of the 200,000 murders, isn't it? I don't, I don't think so. You want to you wanna hear a little bit of the video? Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Slingshot channel. A lot of people... Oh, really this guy! My scalpel shooting blaster mod. <laughs> Okay, and turn it off, turn it off, turn it off, turn you, it off, turn it off. You, you the slingshot guy is scary, scary, scary when he uses that laugh. Okay, all right. <laughs> he says, kids... I'm going to slingshot you in the face. Okay. You'll be okay, <laughs> I promise. I don't think so. You'll he's, just head to explode. He's, he's looking directly into my eyes right now, and he's saying, for the record, kids, don't ever insert number 25 scalpel blades into your nerf darts, period. Only use number 30 scalpel blades. <laughs> Correct, yes. They need to penetrate... The barn. <laughs> all right, all right. We're, we're done with the, we're done with the video, Kyle. Oh, this is a pretty fast firing gun. Oh, but I have to say that it is not full auto. So he made it fully automatic. Oh my gosh! What do you think? Upvote, downvote. Okay, you're right. For YouTube's sake, upvote because that's this guy's. This guy is amazing. This guy is the uh, what was the guy's name who invented the diaper? Uh, Stanley Mason. Ketchup, this guy is Ketchup Von Mason. Yeah, this guy is the uh, the Stanley Mason of of slingshots. So I don't. I don't ew, that's weird. That's weird. He's. It, I've watched some of these videos. It, it, he's insane. He's launched like a full on like an axe from a slingshot. 
Like he made a trident launcher or something like that. This guy's he's got, crazy. He's, he's gonna hurt himself. That's that's all I know. He's gonna hurt himself. He has himself. a video of him hurting himself. Okay? Oh, wonderful. Let's <laughs> just watch that one from now on. No. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna upvote that. I like nerf guns, nerf blaster things, so I I've gotta upvote this. I, I like it. Murder blaster. Kenny, it's time to play a game. It's Wednesday. Surprise! This is two stupid games. We're going to play two games, two rounds of guess that sound. So this is where I play a sound, and you have to guess what Wait a the second. sound are you, are is. You playing, is the music bed the Gandalf head bob song? Nice, nice. Okay, yeah, okay. all right. It's a, it's the the epic sax man. So epic sax man. Speaking of uh, epic saxes. This game is uh, where I'm going to play the sound of a saxophone, and you're going to guess what decade it's from, from 1900 until now. (laughs) Are you ready? (laughs) Sure. All right. Number number one. What what decade? You can you can say like nineteen forties, nineteen nineties. What decade is, is that saxophone from? You want you want another sound? Yeah, yeah let's hear it again. <laughs> it sounds like the saxophone's on a roller coaster. Yeah, yeah yes, yes. Um, it does. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the thirties. 1920s. Uh, it's the sl- oh, so close. Then the slide sax was made in the 1920s. <laughs> the slacks. Sla- yes. Number two. That's really jazzy. Mm. I want to say 50s. 1928. It's called the Kano Sax. It's actually uh, made in the key of F, and no music has ever been written for it. There were only 25 of them made. Whoa. Crazy, right? That's a good fact. Yeah. uh, Wrong. Number three. (laughs) 40s. And I'll play another one for you. Seventeen seventy six. No, twenty fourteen. What? It was from the. Uh, let's just I'm say the, so confused. The two thousands. There's no way that you'll ever be able to guess the decade a sax was made by its sound. That's the game. 
Oh, oh, when it was made? Yes. When? Oh, I thought it was like what the style is. No. When was this? You need to hear when the saxophone was made. Oh, okay. That's that's what I said. That's what that's uh, what, that's what said. As long as I'm not trying to guess the age of the person playing the the sax, because we if, could. You if they were that? born in 2014. That's correct. Two year old sax player. Yes. Sax for, man. You ready? Yes. You ready for number four? Yeah. Fifties. It's actually, 50. yeah, it's, it's called the two backs, Kenny from Germany or Michigan. And, uh, it, it was made in the 1990s. There. 1990s. I feel like that present. was the exact saxophone that they played in every single Disney movie from the 50s and 60s. Ah, uh, yeah, potentially, yes. Or, or it could have been a, a trombone, a trombone of sorts. Mm-hmm. Two backs. So you're wrong. You ready for number five? Last one yeah. here, and then we'll move okay. on to our second sound game. Number five. There it is. What? There it is. There, there <laughs> that, it is. There it is. What do you think? Okay, I'm gonna say the the forties. 1910s it's a six foot six inch saxophone it sounds like a six foot six inch fart like a like a like a subway sandwich yeah only 25 of them were made another 25 yeah not that many not that many all right well uh you did awfully you ready for another game? Kenny, this one is, can you guess the animal that goes with this sound? So I'm going to play a human making the sound of an animal, and you oh. need to guess what the animal is. Are you right. ready? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready for this. Here we go. Kronz, kronz. What? <laughs> play it, I'll, play it, I'll play it again. Kronz, kronz. What animal is that? The Danish human. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ant eater. It's a pig. It's what a pig sounds like in German. Maybe, maybe to her. Well, yeah, she, she's German. She speaks German. <laughs> That's what that's what sure. they say. A pig. So we say oink oink, right? Oink 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 oink. And they say hunz 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 hunz. Yes, correct. Jeez. All right, number two, Kenny. Kegel, kegel. What? Kegel, kegel. Kegel, kegel. Sounds like a. What animal is that? Hell. Uh, a Russian parrot. I love that you're so frustrated. <laughs> no, wrong. It is a frog in Korean. Come on. <laughs> a Korean frog. A Korean a frog. Sex. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is actually a Korean frog. Okay. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> yeah, number three. Chew, chew. 
a really small train. Uh, koala. What? Uh, you think that's a koala? I don't know. What animal is that, Kenny? Choo <laughs> choo. It's a shoe fly. It's a mouse. It's a mouse in Japanese. <laughs> Japanese mouse. Got it. Okay, number f- <laughs> for a tiny train. Tiny train. Number four. That's the uh <laughs> Star Wars. <That's>, yeah, <laughs> Star- I was gonna say that's the stormtrooper who's really not taking it seriously. <laughs> oh man. Ah. What do you think? Well, what animal is that other than a stormtrooper, obviously? He's he's not firing, but he's just like running around. <laughs> Is like, He's hiding what? behind the other guys going, <laughs> pew, I'm fighting. Pew, 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 pew. Um, oh, geez. Pew, pew. I don't, I don't know, Kyle. Another mouse? It's a bird in Spanish. A Spanish bird. Spanish Come on. bird. Yep, 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 yep. You're wrong. Number five. Last one. <clears throat> where's where's that one? Play a drum roll. Number five. Guang I don't know, Kyle. Uh, the Portuguese parrot. I don't think that's a thing. Well, I'm, I'm going to let you try again. These are very simple animals. Wah, wah. Y- you're telling me. They've been simple so far. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. I don't know. I don't know. Wah, wah. Another stormtrooper. Let's let's say um, a Dutch pony. Uh, why sounds, are you why are you terrible. giving the nationality of the animal? It doesn't it doesn't matter what it is. It's a dog. It's a freaking dog in Chinese. Yum. Oh no, 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 no. I can't play this again. You can find us. <laughs> no, you can't on, play on Twitter. <laughs> We're morning show AM. Oh. You can find Kenny, he's Pizza Robotics. And uh, I'm Kyle Roderick. Please support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash morning show. It's getting really intense. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the Imperial March and he's Oh, I know. I know. It's it's pretty bad. Nope. No, we don't. We're going to cut that part out. Here we go. You can catch us again on Friday. We'll be here for another episode of Food Friday. I love. I'm not cutting that part out. I love that uh, every three episodes we get to do one that is strictly related 
to food. So if you've mm-hmm. got any uh, any food stories you'd like us to cover, we covered the uh, pizza toppings. We covered the pizza light. Lots of lots of pizza stories today because that's really that is that is our pizza vertical. So we we must cover it. But if you've got any f- other food related stories, I've got uh, I've got a library, a menagerie of food stories. But if you would like us to cover something specifically, let me get to the point here. Morning Show AM on Twitter. We are also on Facebook, facebook.com slash morning show. And we're on Instagram because you've got to be on all the platforms. Do you not? Yes. Mm-hmm. Question. Of course. We'll be, 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 be back again. Wow, wow. On Friday. Until then, Kenny, say goodbye. Just get get out of here. Goodbye. Pew, Go. pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Show with God.